0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Backyard Gardens podcast.
1: If you like what we're doing and you want to continue to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page to sign up.
0: You can also make a one-time donation using PayPal. Both of these links are in the description.
1: With your support, we can continue growing and helping others in their gardens. See ya.
0: Do I eat the top? Do I eat the root? All I know is you should be growing turnips right here on the Backyard Gardens podcast. mini
1: To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm, how good they will taste.
0: Welcome to the Backyard Gardens Podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts. Ben, the backyard gardener, and
1: Batavia, the front yard gardener,
0: one in the country,
1: one in the city.
0: Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening, as we learn to grow and grow for change. Turnips, my personal favorite thing to grow, I think, in the fall and winter. So what do we do? We're going to plant turnips early in the spring or fall when it's still cool. You don't want it to be too cold. You don't want to be too warm. It needs to be around 60 degrees for it to form bulbs, but it can start before that. So remember that. Um, You know, if it's 70 degrees outside, then you're right in line for it to form bulbs, but you should be germinated and actively growing by then. And it takes roughly roughly 70 days to harvest. So, um, and that was an average I took. Some websites said 60 to 85, and 85 was more on the rutabaga side. So, ooh, bless you. So, we went ahead and said 70 days to harvest. And -hmm. then spacing, um, this is really, really square foot gardening friendly. Um, You can put four in a square foot I tend to put three in a square foot because I like to do funky patterns when I grow them. Um, and I like to give it just a little bit more space in case I want to get a little bit bigger of a bulb. So, um, but that, it depends on also what you're growing them for, which we will get into later on into this episode. So.
1: Um, so can we go later now? Like, <laughs> no, we have an order. Um, so- we
0: cannot go out of order.
1: Okay, all right, fine. So be careful of not over-fertilizing, uh, especially if you're growing for the full plant. So the full plant would be the root and the leaves. Um, you want to make sure that you have kind of an even balanced fertilizer. We've talked about 10-10-10 a lot in the episodes previously um, because you don't want to only have leafy greens if you really want those roots. And those roots are where it's at, baby. Um, we didn't mention <coughs> they are cold tolerant they're not as hardy as some of the other ones in this series but they are cold tolerant um i have a neighbor and this just truth moment she grows turnips in the summer only for the leaves loves them she gets a, a i almost said shit ton but i don't want to swear on this episode so i won't say shit ton yeah don't do, do that twice sh- yeah <laughs> she gets a whole lot of uh of leaves um and she loves them um but to your point earlier spring and fall um i am ready to move on to things like companions and did i miss anything for special notes
0: um you know what the one thing i would say is i would go back to the spacing real quick and if you're harvesting them for just the greens you can just scatter the seeds out
1: mm-hmm. i would
0: say that's the one thing i did kind of miss because i don't consume them that way but i know that's how people do it especially down south but um, well, let me no. just
1: add one other thing yeah. uh, you can actually just cut them from the Like at the root level. Yeah. And they'll continue. So that's a cut and come again kind of trick, if you will. And they'll continue to grow a whole new set of leaves if you're lucky.
0: Yeah. So you can do companions. Go for it.
1: Um. So I don't know that I had companions in my list. I think that's where I ran out. So. I a bunch of uh, foes and pests.
0: Compa- I'll take companions in because it was very difficult. And so what I did is I made a big assumption because... Nobody wanted to talk about turnips. They only wanted to talk about rutabagas. Mm -hmm. So that being said, the difference between a turnip and a rutabaga is a rutabaga takes about 90 or it takes about a hundred days to get to a harvest, but it's much, much, much bigger. Mm -hmm. So that's the key. Um, So what I did is I kind of, I kind of went through the rutabaga list and just kind of tweaked it a little bit because it made sense. Um, So rutabaga will attract beneficial insects, supposedly. Uh, beets return iron back into the soil and chives will keep aphids away and spider mites and then if you have beans in the ground you can start them when your beans are finishing up and then that will add the nitrogen back in to kind of help give them a produce uh, boost. The only thing I will say about that is typically the beans don't add the nitrogen until the roots start to break down so keep that in mind when you're, when you're planting these things I think that's a Um, something that's overlooked a lot of the time is like people think oh I'm growing beans so they're injecting nitrogen Mm -hmm. back into the soil and the actual time it does that is when it starts to break down after death Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. there's that Um, yeah and so the list for foes is rather long so go ahead Batavia
1: yeah so um, some of the foes are similar root crops I shouldn't say similar are root crops because they rob the soil from the same kind of nitrogen or excuse me, same kind of um, um, nutrients. So things, and I've planted them together. So there's that. Um, but we're not talking about what I do, you know, really we're talking about what you should be doing. So things like parsnips and carrots can compete for the same types of nutrients that you have for your turnips. Um, so one could argue that those are foes. Um, I do have a list of some of the things like um, tomatoes and fennel again, are considered foes for turnips. Um, again, I don't know who's planting fennel in their garden, but if you are, don't plant them near your turnips.
0: Apparently, don't um, plant them anywhere. It's bad. Yeah, you've
1: got to have a whole kind of fennel bit. Um, I do think that... I just want to comment on the companions. Anything that you need loose soil for, I think it's good to kind of follow with after your turnips because they absolutely will loosen your soil up. Yeah. Um,
0: so... Yeah, they're not, a tillage, they're not a tillage crop, though, so let's not trip on that... Um, you know, tiller cro- crops or something that will actually go down until deep. These will not do that. So I actually yeah, have they're different... Yeah, like,
1: they're more like beets. Yeah,
0: that. like surface yeah. tiller or surface <laughs> looseners. So I actually have different foes than you. Um, okay. I have cabbage, which um, attract moths. I have mustard and broccoli, which compete for nutrients. I have Brussels sprouts that take away nutrients. And I don't know the difference between compete and take away, but they were clearly labeled that way. Mm -hmm. So, just keep that in mind. And cauliflower, which attracts bugs. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you one thing I do know. Cauliflower is the bitch of the garden. Nobody (laughs) likes it. Everybody (laughs) hates it. Um, I grew turnips next to mustard last year and had an awesome harvest in my greenhouse. So, there's that. And I just, you know, I amended with well soil and all that stuff. So, um, with compost and, you know, fertilized. So, I don't know what the deal is with that. Um, Pests. Aphids, flea beetles, root maggots, white worms, slugs, and snails. So, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not a fan of m- root maggots. They just, maggots in general, just really like a visceral, gagging reflex response for me. So, um, I'm going to that I never get those.
1: This is the only um, kind of root vegetable that we've had in this particular series. Mm-hmm. And things like your snails, your slugs, things like your. Uh, our favorite roly polies, like those are problems for any roots, especially those that are going to pop up off the surface, like we were talking about for turnips. So you're, you're going to have like someone munching at those turnip bottoms. Um, so just keep that in mind. Right. Um, it absolutely, I, I recommend mulching your entire garden, but be careful of what you're using as your mulch. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole completely. Come on, we um, got seven minutes. Could, Let me go. Yeah. It could draw in things that you don't want to eat. My rutabagas, as an example, although we're talking about turnips, Same thing, uh, we're basically. a little bit nibbled in on. Yeah, uh, rutabagas do have a much more earthy taste than I think. I think turnips, again, maybe a personal preference.
0: Um, well, my family are Vikings, so we love rutabagas. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just kind of how that is. I grew up eating rutabagas. Didn't even know that they were so I'm similar to have turnips.
1: A, turnip farm next year like your um, your radish farm this yeah. year I, w- I want to plant all the turnips next year do for turnips, the full plant
0: turnips are amazing so um, do you have diseases I,
1: I do have
0: I have some maybe I ran out then I have a lot
1: okay you go for it
0: I don't know how to pronounce it um, so <laughs> help me out people everybody at the same time anthracanose anthracnos. don't know what it means but that's what it is. Um, Clubfoot, leaf spot, scab, mosaic virus. Um, here's another one at the same time, everybody. Rhizocontania rot. Rhizocontania rot. Root knot, white rust. And the biggest thing is to rotate these things. So um, it's because this is a root vegetable. A lot of the diseases are going to affect the root, but the problem is that root is what we eat, typically. Um, so that's something to kind of keep your eye out for. Um, man, why they got to have these big names? It make me feel like an idiot reading them out loud in front of all these people. Did, have
1: you <laughs> have you experienced disease in your your garden for turnips? I have
0: never. I the only thing I've ever experienced for my turnips is blissfulness.
1: That's the only thing I've ever
0: experienced. I mean, I've I've like the bugs and stuff, but, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as diseases um, now, see the the trick is with diseases is I might not know what I'm looking at, Mm -hmm. but when I look at them, I may have like, I, if it's dead and like it didn't produce, I'm like, oh, well either it didn't get watered. It got too cold because I'm growing them basically in the winter Mm-hmm. Or you know such and such or you know I always chalk it up to something else. it could very well be disease, I don't know. Now I definitely like in my greenhouse where I grew, grew them last year, I rotate them to a different section of the greenhouse for sure. Mm-hmm. So there's that.
1: And we've talked about the idea of rotating in advance of you know a disease or pests like you know making a home. So you may have, you may just be outrunning some of these diseases.
0: Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about harvesting?
1: Yeah, so if if you're using just the tops, then you can use cut and come again, right? Um, if you're using the full plant, pull that full plant up, baby, and eat it all. Um, the harvest, though, when it comes to the full plant itself, including the crop, I'm going to say fist size. Um, not a child fist, an adult fist size is what you want the turnip bottom to be. I've harvested mine smaller because I knew it was going to be close to bolting so i just pulled it up and they're still edible um yeah that's what i have for harvesting um i like mine smaller yeah a lot of people just you know it's it's a chance of the the vegetable not being as tasty if it gets too large right? well hold
0: up your fists you got smaller fists than me maybe about the size of your fist, like three inches in diameter
1: maybe a, yeah maybe a, a a small maybe a nine-year-old child's fist yeah You're just gonna call it fine well, maybe you shouldn't find a nine-year-old child. But if you have a nine-year-old, look at their face. Hey, look, and don't then... be
0: promoting bad stuff on the show.
1: <laughs> there are some types, which I didn't find because it wasn't as big of an interest in me. For me, there are some types that are promoted for just leaf growth and leaf harvesting. So if that's an interest of yours, you can look for that variety. If you no. haven't tried the root itself, don't make this your next step. You got to go the, the full, got to go all in on it.
0: Dude, try the root i promise you try the root just try it
1: so some bonuses you know soups roasting like those are all great options for some of these uh root vegetables
0: let me go into something interesting
1: Mm -hmm.
0: now that that was interesting let me i i feel like that was really rude and i didn't i didn't want it to come out that way
1: that's okay i I wasn't listening to that part so i I missed it yeah okay good (laughs)
0: So, um, I have harvest, I have a nutritional information Mm -hmm. and what I did is I broke it down into two things. Okay. Um, I broke it down into turnips and potatoes. Okay. So turnips, one medium turnip is a, is a serving 34 calories, eight grams of carbs, 2.2 grams of fiber and 1.1 grams of protein It's very specific on this one when I looked it up. Shocking. So potatoes. Now, this is stunning to me. And I've been doing this for years, but it's just it's validation now that I actually have it written down in my little mm-hmm. fancy gardening notebook, mm-hmm. that is. But a potato, one medium potato, is 103 calories, so three times as many calories, mm-hmm. 37 grams of carbs, which is four and a half times more carbs, 4.7 grams of fiber, and 4.3 grams of protein. So... Why is this fascinating to me? Because carbs are a big issue in our food today, in our diets, and we eat a lot of it. And this is a good way to cut down on the amount of carbs while still enjoying what it is by cooking half potatoes, half turnips, and mixing them together. And you'll get a nice different flavor, but you'll also be able to cut down. So when you you do it, remember turnips are more watery than potatoes, though. Mm-hmm. So that's it. And we are going over soon. So, everybody, get out, grow some turnips. And potatoes I got something to say. Go quick.
1: Bonus fact I didn't look this up for the other vegetables, but turnips have been growing for over 3,000 years. How cool D- is that?
0: Damn right. Love them. From the ancient times all the way to mm-hmm. the modern times. We love you guys. Stay safe, be cool, grow some turnips. See ya. A lot of y'all asked, how can you help support the Backyard Gardens podcast? Well, we have been busy and we have created a t-shirt line just for the gardener.
1: To visit our shop, go to the link in the show notes and check out the t-shirts and other goodies we have.
0: Now, these are super special t-shirts designed just for the gardener. So enjoy. Thank you for supporting the Backyard Gardens podcast. And we'll see you guys after the harvest.